Hey, it's Angel, your friendly neighborhood doula. I am so excited to have you here on the Birth Cafe podcast. Here, we'll talk about all things birth, pregnancy, and postpartum. As a certified doula, lactation counselor, and perinatal educator, I hope to provide you evidence-based information on interesting topics while also having fun and open conversations about the perinatal period. This podcast is for birth professionals and parents alike, and I hope that you enjoy what you hear. So grab your favorite cup of tea or coffee, sit down, get comfy, and let's get started. Hi everyone, it's Angel, and welcome to another episode of the Birth Cafe podcast. Today, we are going to talk about the microbiome and your baby. We're really going to actually touch on how things in birth play a part in assisting your baby's immune system or going against developing your baby's immune system. So we're going to talk about a lot of different things. And I want to preface this by saying that this is only for educational purposes. I'm not here to shame anyone. This is for educational informational purposes. And again, like I am not trying to shame anybody, you know, on their choices or anything, but this is definitely important information to know. Um, This is like one of those things that even for me, um, I wish I had known before I had my kids. Like this kind of stuff should be taught in school. It should be taught in every childbirth class. It is taught in my childbirth class. Um, But I really think that you guys are going to find this very interesting, very fascinating. So as some of you guys may know, I am a microbirth teacher and educator. Um, The microbirth, you know, academy and school was created by Toni Harmon. She created a amazing documentary called Microbirth. And if you guys haven't seen it, I definitely encourage, especially my birth professionals out there, if you haven't seen it, I highly encourage you to watch it. Um, But yes, I was certified to teach this microbirth class, and you guys are really just going to get a sneak peek of what I teach in this class. And I'm kind of playing with titles right now, but (laughs) the going title for now is How Your Birth Decisions Affect Your Baby. So yeah, we're going to talk about a lot of different things. We're going to talk about how things in birth and pregnancy, um, postpartum, and how those things affect your baby, uh, not only short-term, but long-term as well. So without further ado, let's get into it. So again, like I said, I am a microbirth certified teacher, so I am trained to teach this class. 
Um, again, I want to make sure you guys know that this is just for educational and informational purposes only. Okay, so I don't know if you guys have ever heard of microbiome before or microbes, um, but let's start at the beginning. Our planet is covered in single-celled microscopic organisms called uh, microbes. Okay, and this entire planet is a microbial planet. And the humans, um, we have our own set of microorganisms or microbes. Uh, these communities of microbes that live on and in us are called the human microbiome. And the microbiome includes bacteria, fungi, viruses, protists, and archaea. So we've got all kinds of things living on us that kind of just make us who we are. Um, and that collection and community of microbes, that is what is the human microbiome. Um, so the microbes that we have on us, so the bacteria, the fungi, all those different microbes, um, they live on us and they also live in us. So we have microbes on our skin, uh, in our mouth, nose, eyes, ears, in your lungs, and for all our moms out there, in your vagina, and also in your gut. So you guys are probably already familiar with the bacteria that lives in your mouth and nose. Um, but, you know, who knew that you also have all these different kinds of microbes in your eyes, ears, your lungs, um, but especially in your vagina and, and in your gut. So that's super important to know. Now, the mi these microbes are super important for our health. Um, they help with a variety of different things. Um, they help with our digestion. They help with metabolism. They help with production of vitamins. They also produce neurochemicals. They even interact with our hormones and our nervous system, and they have anti-infective properties. Um, and so it's they're super, super, super important to our immune system. Extremely important. And we could talk, I could talk about this <laughs> for a while, but how our immune system um, and our microbes, like literally if, if they're thrown out of balance, our entire health is thrown out of balance. And it's definitely something that I feel as when we're talking about uh, our health, our overall health is kind of looking at like that gut health, like how healthy is our gut? because part of our immune system is in our gut. So microbes actually can impact the brain and it's through a gut-brain connection. So these microbes can also impact our mood and behavior. So this is why I say, when we're looking and talking about our health, we have to include how healthy our gut is because that's where our immune system is. Um, and if it's thrown out of balance, it affects all of those things. So it affects your hormones, it affects your nervous system, it affects your metabolism, it affects your digestion. It even impacts your mental health. And this is so, so, so important 
uh, that we really kind of <laughs> include that as part of the discussion when we're talking about mental health. So our microbiome is very unique, okay? A person's microbiome is as unique as their fingerprint. So everyone's microbiome is different. However, there is something called a maternal heritage, which means that the microbes from a mom's vagina, gut, skin, and breast milk are passed to the baby during a vaginal birth, during immediate skin-to-skin, and also breastfeeding. So your mother's microbes were passed down to you, and then you pass on those microbes from your mom, and then the microbes that you have created yourself, and you pass that on to your baby. And this is really amazing, and this is how the human race has been able to survive, right? This is how we're able to um, be so flexible and, you know, uh, fight off different diseases and things like that. So it's really, really, really interesting. But it, it also kind of helps you see how, you know, when certain things and certain diseases um, are happening and like your parents or, you know, anyone in your family, how that can be passed on to you. And it really comes down to if someone's microbes and microbiomes are out of whack or missing some things. Okay, but I digress. <laughs> let's talk about how this happened. So birth, let's start with birth, okay? When the water breaks, this marks the start of the main seeding event. And this establishes the infant microbiome. So the microbiome, Okay, we're talking about everything um, from, you know, what they have in their eyes and mouth to what they are creating in their gut and immune system. So during a vaginal birth, the, uh, there's a transfer of microbes from the mother, mother's vagina and gut to the baby. So when a mom poops, and I know we all kind of freak out about the poop, but that's actually a good thing. That actually transfers some of the microbes from your gut, because there's a lot of gut microbes in your poop, that transfers to your baby. And that helps them train their immune system. So we've got some beneficial microbes um, that come from the baby's passage through the vagina. Um, and when they're going through the vagina, they get a nose full and a mouth full of the microbes that you have in your vagina. Um, we talked about poop. We talked about how beneficial gut microbes also come from the moms. So please don't freak out <laughs> if you notice that you poop or dads, if you're listening, if she poops, no, that's a good thing. I actually just had a childbirth class that I did a few weeks ago, and the parents were like, they're like afraid of having the baby in the car and things like that because they wanted to make sure they got to the hospital as you know as soon as possible so that they could avoid having a baby in the car. Which that seems to be a very common fear of parents is like, what if I give birth in the car? And 
I mean, honestly, it's usually not that bad. <laughs> but one of the things they had brought up was, well, a car wouldn't be sterile. It wouldn't be clean. It wouldn't be sterile. Um, but birth is not sterile, right? We're having babies touch and poop and get, you know, vagina juices all in their nose and mouth. So, you know, that's not actually a bad thing. We, we don't want a dirty environment, of course, but we having a sterile environment actually does more uh, harm than good. So moving up, skin to skin and breast milk. So skin to skin is definitely something that I love to talk about. I am a kangaroo, which is uh, someone who has advanced training as a doula um, in kangaroo mother care. And if you've ever heard me talk about kangaroos, which I will, I have some amazing people that I'm hoping to get on this podcast so that we can go even further into what a kangaroo is and how amazing skin to skin is. Um, but a kangaroo uh, really, really holds dear uh, the importance of having skin to skin. And for the kangaroo, it's mostly about the neurological and emotional um, impact that it has on a baby. Um, and that emotional impact, the, the skin, skin to skin and how it affects the baby's emotional and mental state has short-term and long-term effects. And that's really what, what a kangaroo is really advocating for is that the baby stays with mom for those emotional things, but also for the stabilization of the baby and their vital signs and things like that. So, However, there is something even more amazing going on when we're doing skin to skin. And I can't say more amazing, just equally amazing. Not only is skin to skin stabilizing baby's vital signs and, you know, helping with uh, their emotional and mental state of like learning how to bond and things like that, but it helps with the microbiome as well. Okay, because when the baby is put skin to skin to mom, there are beneficial microbes that are transferred from the mother to the baby with immediate, not to, not waiting, not putting baby in a warmer, not putting baby in a blanket, blanket, but immediate skin to skin contact, um, and from breast milk. And one of the things that we even talked about, like during my training as a kangaroo, we talked about how the blankets at the hospital are kind of rough on a baby's skin and, and could probably or possibly cause hyperstimulation in the baby because of how rough the blankets are. Um, and we talked about bringing blankets that were soft, but also bringing a blanket from home so that the environment that baby will be living in when they're first born, they get those microbes transferred to them with a blanket that mom and dad has kept in the home and has been around and things like that. Um, because that introduces the baby into the environment that they will be living in um, versus the hospital which has all kinds of different microbes <laughs> and things like that. But they're not going to be living there, hopefully, right? Um, okay, moving on. Since I just went on a tangent... So that kind of gets into breast milk because you're probably wondering like, okay, so they get these microbes and things like that. They get that transferred to them. Um, we're talking about the blankets and microbes from the hospital and stuff like that. Um, and 
maybe you're wondering, okay, so how does this happen? Like, how does this build up the baby's immune system? Well, keyword, breast milk. Okay. Breast milk is so, 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 so important. Um, So breast milk contains these special sugars called human milk oligosaccharides, um, also called HMOs. So these sugars, HMOs, feed the beneficial microbes so that they grow quickly and colonize the infant gut. Okay. It's so funny because I was telling my daughter about (laughs) what breast milk is made out of. And we were talking about how breast milk contains white blood cells. And she's like, what? There's a white blood cells in breast milk? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, oh, oh my goodness. And I'm like, there's also like sugars in there. She's like, there's sugar in breast milk. So does that mean that it's not healthy? (laughs) And I'm like, no, these are the good sugars. Um, And I told her, I'm like, they're called oligosaccharides. And she's like, a Lego what? (laughs) She is funny. She's a total of nine years old. She's incredibly intelligent, but it was just a really funny conversation that I had with her. Anyway, okay, so more on immune training um, with the gut microbes. So the beneficial microbes in a baby's gut actually help with the immune system to correctly identify what is a friend, so what is to be tolerated, and what is foe to be attacked. Okay, so these beneficial gut microbes um, help with optimal immune training. So the vaginal microbes plus the gut microbes plus the skin-to-skin microbes, um, other environmental exposures, and then the microbes in the breast milk all help with the optimal immune training. So... Vaginal births, skin-to-skin contact, and exclusive breast milk, okay? So we're talking about exclusively breastfeeding, and if you don't know what exclusive breastfeeding is, exclusive breast milk, uh, exclusive breastfeeding is when a baby is given only a mother's milk. Um, No formula, no water, no juice, no food, none of those things except for mother's milk. That is what we're talking about when we when we say exclusive breast milk. Um, in fact, when we introduce things that are not breast milk, it actually um, negatively impacts the baby's immune system, which that's another topic that if you join my uh, my class when we're talking about how baby how birth affects your baby. Um, if you guys want to attend that workshop in the future, I'll keep you guys updated. Um, but we kind of go deeper into that. So all those things, the vaginal birth, the skin-to-skin, and exclusive breast milk helps optimally train the infant immune system. And this lays a foundation for lifelong health. Okay. So I hope you guys found that interesting. Like I said, this is just a sneak peek of (laughs) everything that we could go into when we're talking about the microbiome. And you guys probably have some questions like, what if my baby was born by C-section? What are the negative impacts that can happen if my baby isn't given breast milk or doesn't have skin to skin? Um, And these are some of the things that I do go into in my microbirth uh, workshop, which I said the title I believe is going to be how uh, how your birth decisions affect your baby. 
Um, and if you guys want to learn more, uh, definitely look out for that. I'm going to put some links in the show notes so that you guys can check that out. Uh, I will also put a link to my uh, microbiome friendly birth plan. So you guys can download that microbiome birth plan. And then when you guys do that, you will actually get up to date news on when I'm going to host that next class. And I think you guys are going to love it. Every single parent should have this information. This is vital information and can change the future generation and the future generation's health outlook. Uh, we're, we're seeing things like uh, childhood diabetes rising, um, allergies and asthma rising. And these are the things, you know, when we're talking about the microbiome, it, it happens at birth. Okay. So, and, and pregnancy, we didn't talk about pregnancy today. And that's something else that I kind of go into, but these things can be prevented and it starts with pregnancy. It starts with birth and it starts with understanding and getting this information. So I hope you guys enjoyed all of that. And if you guys are interested in learning more, go ahead, um, you know, sign up for the microbiome baby link, or if you just want to get up to date uh, news on when the next class is going to be, you guys can do that. Until next time, I'll see you guys later. I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast as much as I enjoyed making it. Our journey doesn't need to end here. Don't forget to hit that bell button to get alerts on any new episodes. And if you like what you hear, give the podcast a five-star review. The best time to start preparing for a better birth is during pregnancy. I've curated a checklist to help you prepare for this fear-free, in-control, informed delivery you're looking for. We've included things like when to start planning for your baby shower, when to start buying baby items, and I've even divided everything by trimester. You can get the checklist in the show notes. You can also take my quiz on how to avoid a C-section and get tips on how you can avoid getting an unnecessary C-section. Just head to my website and click the banner.